this is Kiki. I wanted to give you some helpful advice about starting your journey from public to private. But before I do, I would like to talk to you about uh, starting your own podcast. I am using Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free. That's why I'm using it, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. I think I sound great. (laughs) They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. Hi, this is Kiki. Back at it again because my first recording didn't go through. So I'm trying it again. So welcome to the relationship edition. Um, I'm using the Birthright because uh, Birthright PMA has divisions now where we can do uh, spiritual coaching. Uh, We got a lot of relationship information and a lot of things that happens in relationships when you deal with claims, and it's kind of sad. So I thought just talking about relationships can help uh, the teens because I looked at our statistics. We actually are crossing over to a lot of different type of uh, age groups. So I would think majority would be like maybe older but come to find out we have a very broad so I'm gonna keep it clean and I'm sorry I had to see that for myself and I'm gonna try not to put anything stressful in here and for all you guys that um, may not agree with the things I'm saying I'm only going off of the things I'm experiencing and hopefully you guys can just adapt what you can take out of what I'm saying and put it towards what you are doing or saying. So we're going to start with how relationships, well, I'll go with the question first. Most people want to get those out the way anyway, so I can answer them. The question I was answering, if I can remember from the first podcast that didn't go through, was uh, the dating world um right now the dating scene has changed a lot since i've you know been divorced and i think it's been three years since i've been uh separated then the divorce papers got signed and that yada yada but um i would say this i would never do the marriage with the state again because um i don't like anybody tying me to someone when you're done you're done i think the adult way of handling your finances would be, you know, keep it to yourself in trust. You have your stuff. They have their stuff. You know what you came into the relationship with. You know what you're leaving out with. That shouldn't be rocket science at all. Um, But 
to me, trust and associations and businesses and, you know, storing in escrows and things like that is more better than going through a lot of stress of public, uh, I don't know, everything is public when you go through a court. And I don't like people, third parties, just reading my business out loud for other people to hear. That's kind of very intrusive. So I would definitely leave the state out next time and just do like something simple, like a spiritual wedding. Again, that's me. So not telling anybody what to do. And I guess I'm going to put a disclaimer with this since this is a relationship one, which means I'm going to be a little more vocal about the emotions and things behind it, meaning Do not take anything I'm saying for something you need to do. This is only advice. I can't believe I have to say this, but this is only advice for people that have the common sense enough to understand to know better. If you do not have that common sense, talk to your parents, talk to your friend, talk to someone that can talk you down off of anything you think that is smart to do, but maybe stupid. So with that being said, I'm going to go into the relationships. Oh, and I'm not ever giving legal advice ever. So don't ever think that's possible what I'm doing. Um, so relationships. Um, for Valentine's Day, this recording was for it, but I have to end up doing it again because it came out blank and it does that with the new updates with Samsung. They have this new feature that can black out everything and mine was on. So anyway. I am happily single for Valentine's Day. I have the sweetest, nicest uh, shout-outs. And I, I don't know what to call them exactly, but they were so nice and sweet and kind. And, you know, thank you guys for the morning waking me up with it to at night. It felt comforting. I felt great. And I sent out a couple of the online Valentine's Day, like, card Well, they wouldn't call them a card, but uh, basically putting them out because I wanted you guys to understand there is so much craziness that's been happening these last couple of years. And we get this day that's dedicated to love and respect and showing a person how much you feel. To me, I'm going all out for this day. I would any day, but I'm going all out for this day because we've been going through hell. And everyone has to be told, hey, appreciate me or shown in some way just given a hint to it well valentine's day is more blatant like look the day is coming show your appreciation and the person knows to do it unlike any other day where you kind of got to go i'm feeling down please help me you know and the person's like oh yeah let me give you some attention and not that you really should need it um me myself for adults with attention seeking drives me crazy um i'm attention seeking and I I don't know. I think we don't like the things that we do ourselves. But at the same time, I have to get through this podcast. So I can't name off every little detail of my flaws along with the things I'm talking about. So let's get going on the relationship part. Okay, so this is the thing. I can go on my opinion right now, but I'm also going to answer some of the questions as I'm going through with my opinion on this. Um, for what I do, my lifestyle, I'm going to stay single as long as I can to find the perfect person for me. And there's no perfect person, yes, but there is a person for me out there. And I know he's waiting for me. 
Um, and yeah, some people said, how do you know it's a he? Because I'm not too attracted to females. I never tried it. Um, I have had encounters, but I just know that I really like men. So that's answered right there. Um, but that person is out there and my lifestyle, it's different. I want to grow things. I want to be organic. I want to be to myself. I love my peace. I want my quiet. I don't want no stalking crazy things like I've been having with my exes. I've had exes that's like, yeah, I hate you. Get out my life. So what? And then they secretly do stuff behind my back. Contact boyfriends or potential boyfriends and say things to them. Pretend they're me. I will never call somebody or contact someone and text them some foolery or do something. And and that's how I can tell. I made a great decision with my exes because the people they did it to actually didn't even ask a question or anything. They just took off. I'm like, wow. Well, that solved the problem. I actually did good by letting that person go because they turned around and believed it. No hesitation. So anyway... I can look at it as this was my character, but why when I didn't and I won't ever do that to people? It takes someone diabolical to think of stuff like that. So anyway, I don't have the time. I'm going to be honest. When I break up with someone, I'm like into my business to solve and soothe my heart. It's not something you should do when you break up. To me, um, sitting there and going through it, like sitting and understanding your emotions, why you're hurt, why this person pissed you off, why this person um, feel feel the way they feel when they're talking to you about how you came at them. To me, worrying about just how you affected that person is the smart way to go. Worrying about what makes you happy, worrying about you to get yourself together. If you can make yourself happy, someone else is easy and it will come to you easier. You'll attract that you know, to you. I, I am attracting chaos because I'm still in chaos. You know, there's a part of me that has that. So I am zenning out as much as I can to make sure that I don't keep attracting low vibrational energies and entities to me. But it's not just that black and white. Nothing is that black and white. Everything in here has an answer to it. It's just if you know it or not. It's if your mind is open enough or if you're scared to open your mind that far what will get into it that's on you I mean but you can't dictate how everybody else is at that point if you stay to choose to look at things like relationships and how you handle them and how your kids handle them and how you teach them how to handle them it's on you but again just keep that in your lane um now with the teenagers that I'm gonna touch on you guys are so much (laughs) smarter in a lot of areas and then in some areas I'm trying to wonder what is going on there um the different generations how we were raised is definitely different because we came with uh different survival techniques and where some was raised with like bread and sugar others was raised with um ice cream and ketchup, which I'm still not going to touch on that one, Um, but everyone has their struggle. It's just different. Everyone's going through their own uh, dire moments. Like I grew up in a very abusive relationship 
um, when I first had my very first relationship because of my past. I didn't understand that my past at the time was very bad for me and I was comfortable in it somehow still. So I kept pulling all of that wreckage around with me. So when I started growing and my brain started realizing, wait a minute, it's you doing this. I stopped being the victim. I stopped looking at everything like what the heck is going on. And I started to see the truth right in front of me and around me. But I started within first. And I'm still, this will take forever to do. I mean, I will go off this planet learning things. But the truth is now as a teenager, you have where you can, you know, sleep around or not. But there's things out here that I'm more concerned about with the behavior. For instance, half of the teenagers I'm seeing can stay virgins, treat them just fine. They're gaming. They're doing everything they need to do. They're okay with it. When I was their age, I could not sit to 20 something years old. I, for some reason, had to lose my virginity. I think I lost around 16, 17. And so now being different, no one's rushing it. I mean, you still have the flirtatious approaches. I mean, my son, if I walk in the store with my son, he gets a lot of attention. Um, same with my daughter, which is annoying because sometimes I feel like I should just, you know, leave her in the car with the window down so she can breathe because I don't want any guys to touch her. <laughs> All right. You know, throw some spider webs around it. I don't know. I get, it's childish, but you just want to lock them up somewhere so no one can touch them. And I don't know why I'm more protected with my daughter. I think my son is because I think he can slap people and move them around a little bit if he needs to. <laughs> Not saying he will. Again, with the disclaimer that that will happen. So, um, but my youngest son is adorable and I just can't get enough of him. And it's of course, because he's probably a Pisces. Um, my daughter, she's a beautiful little feisty little thing, kind of like me, but she's got a lot of her dad in her too. Um, and my son being an Aries, it's rare. Um, sweetest thing because of his moon sign, but when it comes to his rising and his sun sign, whew, he'll get back at you. But teaching them to, you know, find and wait and settle down and what that means. And I couldn't cover some of the things for them. I couldn't shelter them from everything. They had to see it for themselves. You know, they had to make those mistakes. And sometimes those mistakes can be little big or mediocre. But at the same time, it still matters to a parent. When your child makes a mistake, it puts you on this alarm system and your whole nervous system is just wrecked. You know, mothers go through the worst emotional pain when their kids are going through something and they don't see that. We don't show that. But if they can feel our emotions, they will probably run from us. But the thing is with um, fathers, you never kind of see that with them, but they want the same feelings. 
Now, some fathers, I can't speak for all of them. I have met some really hands-on fathers. You know, I've met some fathers that I'm like, I'm so proud of you guys. I just want to come up and hug them with tears in my eyes. But then there's other fathers that you're like, you want a cookie for just doing the bare minimum and not even that? Wow. Or you want a cookie for taking care of your kids because you have to pay child support. Wow. Otherwise, you wouldn't be paying child support. You forgot. You don't like paying child support. But you definitely like telling me what to do and them what to do. It's those things that mothers are dealing with on top of the fact of trying to keep their kids level-headed with trying to show them relationships work. But we're talking about child support here where your father is showing that they're, you know, neglectful or they're angry or they're making excuses or the mother is doing it. You know, either way, the mother's coming out more with, oh, I wish I had this. I'm the victim on that. And they're making excuses. It's it's all a part of the craziness of a relationship is emotions. You know, you to me, the goal should be find a person that can match your lifestyle and match you the easiest. Like it should flow. It should just merge like air together. It shouldn't be where it's forced. If the person you're talking to you're like making something super simple. You're like, yeah, because I went and got the fan. What about the fan? If you're hearing tone in their voice and they're like, okay, I, I get it a bad day. I get that. Have a bad day. But when the person is more like, I need to have a bad day every day. I need to make you uncomfortable. Um, we tend to do that when we're in love. And most of the time, most people display sex as love. And that's not the case at all. So warning for all the uh, younger people listening to this, we're kind of going into the sexual part of relationships. So parents, if you don't want your kids to hear it, turn this off right now. So um, when we get into that part of the sexual side, how are you going to explain that? Because most kids want what they want. You want it what you want it. Um, you get them beforehand. I've learned that when you, you can't control anything but a child, nothing. They, it's not even just a child, it's just a person. Well, I wouldn't say a person, because never mind, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> Let's talk about beings, period, and no other things. Because right now I can go down the line of persons, entities, all that. So, sticking with relationships. And I'm trying to talk for the teens here and for the young adults and for the adults and the parents make sure you sit down and have those hard conversations not the ones that are the birds and the bees they're so light they're so cushiony and you run from them no 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 we're talking about why are you not letting them see some of your relationship for instance i don't know how many times i had to hear from not just one culture but different type of cultures and i have multiple um like I don't know, friends, family that you watch, that you look at their situation and you're kind of going, hmm, okay. So I bring in astrology and astronomy for me. I think and look at everything. I done that. I started with my mother. My mother was very complicated to learn. And once I started with that and I started looking into it to understand her, I was like, wow. Yeah, that makes so much sense. 
but it's not encompassing and it's not for you to use to abuse. And it took me a while to understand it and learn it to see what it was about. But to me, I just used it for understanding someone that I love deeply and I couldn't, I just couldn't, it was always a fight, you know, but that's how mother and daughter are in general though. So I couldn't take everything that was said to heart. But the thing is, is this, um, when it comes to sex, you have to understand that they start pretty young now. They're very curious sexually. Um, stuff in the food is different. You know, you got to feed them more organic food and watch what they're eating. You have to pay attention to their health. I'm, I've studied like, oh my gosh, forever on holistic practitioner information for health. And I did import exporting for bringing over certain remedies that saved some people. I mean, I didn't do a lot of people. I probably did like five or so or well serious stuff like real serious like stage three stuff um cancers different type of cancers but um it was all holistic natural things that I can utilize and it worked and it helped um it took time it took months to even get them to stop eating unhealthy Uh, But that's what I incorporated with my kids. All those things help with your sex drive. All those things, having your body right. um, How they want to hear things. You know, everything matters. You think it doesn't. Energy, fueling energy is how you have to see it. You're fueling a being that you gave birth to. Technically formed in your body and cooked and I'm saying cooked because it was in there. It's hot in there. And then they were done, came out. And now it's okay for you to raise them into really good people for future other people. So it's like the parenting hunger games where you got to see which child do the best, you know, at the end of all this. So you don't want your child going out there at like 12, 13, 14, 15 impregnating the world you know doing all the crazy stuff that they shouldn't be doing or even thinking about it but they do need to start understanding at a younger age what is out there there are predators there are people out there that will trick them there's people out there that will do harm to them so you have to understand that this is important to get them more um open open-minded is the word for me uh why because open-minded leads them to asking questions you always want to ask a question you do not want them to fear asking questions so sex when that comes into play they're not going to be scared to ask questions they're going to ask them, what is this? What are you doing? Why does it go there? What is? Uh, do I like that? I don't know. Should I test it? I don't know. You want them to ask questions. I did not ask questions when I lost my virginity. And it was a very awkward, very awkward situation. And I'm quite sure I'm not the only one. There are people out there that had awkward situations because their parents didn't teach them anything. 
And I've also heard stories of how there's mothers out there and fathers that haven't taught their kids the most basic things. Like one, um, which is kind of scary, but I didn't know until my mom told me about tampons, um, which is gross, but for the little girls, they need to know things like that. They go to someone else's house, don't leave the thing, how to, you know, place those. It's little things like that that's important that you would go, oh, that they should know that. They, you know, they don't because it's people that will go to other people's houses and leave their tampon just wide open in other people's bathrooms. It's really disgusting. So they need to know that type of courtesy that's small, but it's things that people are telling me. It's just a basic knowledge that they don't know. And it's embarrassing to people to talk about these things. Yes. But I was also told, hey, can you kind of say those things so we can listen together and we can get that out there? If I have to do that, yeah, I don't mind. I do it for my kids and I would do it for anybody. So with sex, when it comes down to that encounter, teenagers... Um, you always want to hold pride for yourself and keep it. You never want a person to talk you out of it just because he's cute or she's cute. To me, that's not worth it. When you bend on your worth, you're showing them that you have, um, what's the word? You kind of masked it. It wasn't real. So as you're telling them, oh, my worth, and you're showing them your worth, when they can talk you down into doing something that you're not comfortable with, they're showing you they don't care about your worth. They don't care what you just said. And most people are selfish that way when it comes to sex. Especially if they're horny. I hate to say it like that. I could come up with a different word. But it's it's the truth. And they're willing to say and do anything to get satisfied at that moment. And you have to be strong enough to understand that emotions play a big part in that. If your emotions are stable, you're understanding the importance of you. You see how important you are to everyone. There's no reason to bend. There's no reason to do different. So no matter how you feel, no matter if you think that person is the greatest thing in the world, no matter if they, you look at them and you're going, I'm going to marry that person. Well, if you're going to marry them, make sure they want to marry you. If you want to be with them, make sure they want to be with you. We can always look at someone and just bully them and go, that's the best thing ever. That's what I want. And then that's not. That person is like, a walking form of a Satan or a devil. You don't know. They can be an incarnated demon. You wouldn't know because you're like, oh, they're so dreamy. They're so pretty. They're so sexy. They're gorgeous. Whatever you're saying, they may not feel the same about you. And by you pushing it because you're hot to trot for them doesn't mean they have to return the favor. And that can be embarrassing because when it's all said and done, everybody else staring at you like, we already knew it. We can see how they was treating you the whole time. Meanwhile, you didn't even pay attention to that. And I cannot stand, and this is the one important part of this business and of of relationships, I would say, like the foundation. They came up with this whole simp thing. Oh my gosh, the people I see follow that, such a turnoff. Because why would you try to harm a person for showing love to another person or showing consideration or respect are you insane 
Really? Like, this whole simp thing? Please stop. You guys are humiliating yourself. Let them be who they are. Let them say what they feel. It's, it's sad because you could tell it's low self-esteem because you can't do it. You can't say it. You're not that bold. You're not that courageous. You don't have that courage. So you're going to take it from someone else and make them feel embarrassed? I remember when a guy told me that one of the guys on my page called him that and was like, oh, she'll never do it. She's a player. I'm like, seriously? I'm going to ignore that whole part. But at the part I won't ignore is the fact that I wanted to see what he listened. Thank goodness he didn't. That's a real person. That's realness. That's authentic. You want someone that's like, okay, I have my own mind. I'm powerful within myself. And now I have to go, oh, I need to listen to other people because I'm weak. I'm not a weak person. And then, of course, the person I sent it was like, have the excuse of, well, I was just weeding out the, you know, the trash. You know, I'm just reading out the people that wasn't good for you. It's an excuse. You're weak yourself as well. You wanted to run off everyone because you do not want to say, because you can't say, oh, I still love you. I still want to be with you. I do stupid things. So I'm going to do stupid things to not tell you that. And welcome to the world of relationships. This is what you're going to look forward to. If someone's scared, I would not give them the time of day. Someone's sitting there and they're like, oh, I can't tell you because, okay, I get it. You can really like someone where you're terrified to tell them. I get that. I do. And I, I'm not saying anything about that. But I'm talking about the people that just don't want to because it's their pride. Oh, I can't take a man's pride myself. I'm, I'm so not into that. Because I get pride and ego in its place. When it's misplaced, it can be so stank. Ugh, it can stank. I can't. I don't care about anything else if you have feelings for me you're going to tell me and if you're not going to tell me and somebody else come and get me and then you're upset I'm not going to talk to you anymore I'm going to write you off I'm going to keep it in my head that you're crazy because you thought I was supposed to sit around and wait for you until you thought it was okay to come and talk to me this is what you're going to have to deal with in some relationships You have to know these things. These people are not discriminating. They're doing it to everyone. There's the playboys. The playboys don't skip over just because you're you. They're going to play you too. Or, oh, I'm too beautiful for him to do me like that. He's going to do you like that. Oh, I'm uh, I'm too much of a provider for her to cheat on me. She'll cheat on you. You have to be strong within yourself. You have to be just stable mentally, physically and financially all three of those things can help you stay stable but guess what really challenges you when they do harm you and they do come after you and they do mistreat you and you still stand back up you keep coming don't you ever let someone put you down and keep you down when someone come after you and hurt you yeah I've done it myself people have come after me and I cried and I did everything I could and I got right back up that's what you guys need to do In every relationship, get back up. Don't ever think someone is worth you dying over. Yeah, it could be your twin flame. It could be your soulmate. It could be anything you say. Oh, my true love. I can't live without him. But if you got kids or if you grow up and you got a future, let's say you're a teenager and 
you know, you lost your love in high school and you're thinking there's no one else in this world that's going to be like that person. Trust and believe there are some human beings out here, some beings that are special, that are amazing. Oh, I cannot stress the wonderfulness in people sometimes. So I can't be like everyone else where I'm bitter when I break up with someone or I'm like, oh, I got to hurt you because I'm thinking about all that fondness out there waiting for me to find. It's like a a game for me of like treasure hunting. <laughs> I'm looking for the treasure. I'm going to find a couple duds, but we don't care about that. We keep looking for the treasure until we find a map somewhere. But which is hookups and sometimes those blind dates they work I've met some people where they worked and I met some people where they were like never again in history but you cannot keep your mind closed again I'm going back to have an open mind you never know and don't dog someone out a lot of people do this in relationships they'll look at someone and compare them in the moment when they're being tested in the moment when they are going through hell in the moment where life is kicking them and keeping them down and that person is down and you walk in at that moment and you see them down and you're like yeah (laughs) look at you and you might be doing good but you walk away because that person is not at your level now that person bounced back that person probably do better than what they did You never know because it takes a lot of failure to make a win. And I don't see it as winning and failing, but at the same time, I'm trying to make a point here. So if you are walking away from someone that you thought, oh, look at them, that joke's going to be on you. Because one thing I had to learn throughout my years by watching other people and seeing for myself that people can go through some tests or they can get tested by whatever you believe in I don't know I don't want to like dictate religion here or put it out there because a lot of people get tipsy testy over some freaking religion here but the truth is whoever you believe in they can test you whatever spirit team you have whatever ancestor you worship, whatever gods you look after whatever creator you think of when you worship that can be tested there is people out there that are called haters that can test you And as you're being tested because those haters and your spirit team are like, oh, this is the time in life where we're going to come after them and put them down. Here you go looking at them, walking down to school, looking down, and you're like, oh, wow, they don't look right. Their hair's not combed or, oh, they, they got put out their house or, oh, this person don't have any money. Anything you think they're not dressed correctly can all turn around for them in seconds. Oh, well, they they don't have something going on with their hair or the hair is not long enough or their teeth is bad or their eyes are crooked, anything. Guess what? That all can turn around for them. And everyone knows that. That's a fact. But what you see at the moment, it's like you're feeling yourself. Your ego came out. And that's the negative part of the ego I don't like. You can't. Use your ego to hurt other people. Your pride shouldn't ride on somebody else's back. That's not right. Not for me, at least. I don't like that. So, relationships are hard work. When you get into them, you have to understand, you're going to see this person every darn day. Every day. You're going to wake up, they're going to text you, they're going to call you, they're going to 
make sure you're okay. And if you don't text back, you don't put the same effort in that they put in, they don't have to stick around. And they don't have to tell you either. There's Mike ghosting now. So, they can, I mean, we had it, but we did it differently. You know? They don't. And you can't force people to change to be what you want them to be. And this is especially for the teens. You know, and this, I'm also talking to the teens that are young adults that kind of consider older people. I can't, from my experience, say it's horrible, but at the same time, you have to think about this. If someone's older coming to you, they know better. But do you? Do you know better? Your innocence at your age can lead you to something you don't understand. They can have all the intentions in the world in your mind to tell you that they're going to do great by you. But there's things when you turn older that you look back on that you go, well, they could have gave me and done better. And they took advantage of the fact that I didn't know any better. That will hurt when you figure that out. So when you consider getting someone older, yeah, they can take care of you. And you can have the mommy and daddy issues where you need that stability. But you got to understand, there's not, you're not going to get something for nothing. You know, you may have the stability of having a place to go, someone to call on when times get rough, but that person's coming with their own intentions. Now, there are good people in this world. I'm not saying they're not, and I'm not saying all of them do that, but majority do. It's never out here where people's going to, you just give them nothing and they're I I haven't really seen that with many people. Again, I have seen good people where they don't expect anything. But that's not many people out here. You got to learn the hard way sometimes. Because that's that best friend that you're riding to die for. That's that new boyfriend that's the finest thing you've ever seen. Or the new girlfriend that's the sexiest thing. And you're riding to die for nothing because that person don't feel the same way about you. This is about the starting from the teenagers and up how narcissism is formed we are supremely selfish during these times in our life and then we take that into a relationship so this is like an intro to what we're going to be talking about and more and I'm going to leave it here because I have a lot more to talk about and I also have a couple people contacting me right now so I'm Kiki thank you for listening